And here we go, episode 15 of Nothing to Say, the fans podcast, where we still haven't figured out how to add sound effects or intro music to the show. We're, we're trying to make it better. <laughs> we, we're trying to make it better, and we're trying to make it more entertaining, more lively. But none of us, uh, well, none of us, I should say, the two of us are not uh, super tech-savvy with uh, this app, So, but we're working on it. And actually, um, spe- uh, well, not special episode, but a uh, little little thing about uh, episode 15 is that this is the first episode that Sam and I have actually been in the same room together. Every single episode that we filmed, we've either been in a completely different state or I guess last episode you were way down south. Every episode has been recorded at least two hours away. Yeah, at least two hours away. And right now, that was... I just slapped him on the arm, so... Hi. Hi, okay. <laughs> I don't need you to do that. <laughs> and uh, we'll start the show just like we normally start everything off. Well, first of all, the last episode we recorded was with your girlfriend. Yeah. Jenna. She did fantastic, by the way. It was a great interview. Yeah, I coached her up. You coached her up a little bit? So I gotta ask, what was... The five minutes leading up to the episode, like, was she nervous? Oof. Um, she was, like, shitting her pants. Just, <laughs> um, she was like, oh, let's just get this over with, like, <laughs> type of thing. Like, I mean, yeah, she was super nervous. Because she thought for some reason that we were going to, like, joke with her and, like, make fun of her the whole time, which I don't know why we would do that. I told her... So many times beforehand that I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna ask like groundbreaking or ridiculously hard questions <laughs> like she had nothing to worry about. The question that I asked her actually the text I sent her before she finally agreed to be on the show was Have you ever had a conversation with Sam and I? She was like yes. I was like congratulations. <laughs> That's what the podcast is gonna be like. <laughs> I think I think it went. She thought it went better than what. She thought going into it. Oh, probably. I um, thought it went really well. I think she's open to do it again sometime. Good, because she was a great interview. She was a great interview. How was your guys' weekend? It was awesome. Got to see her play. Um, the whole time leading up, she was like, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Like, the one yeah. game you're here for, I'm not playing. And then she ended up playing, and she, she killed it. She, she didn't, definitely She, she didn't get a, a spike to the face, did she? She did not get hit in the face. Well, she actually did get hit in the face. <laughs> Um, but it wasn't it wasn't as hard. Um, the funny thing about that spike, or the the hit to her face, her best friend was right in front of her. Oh yeah, and like moved her arms away as oh. soon as the ball came in, and then it ended up hitting Jenna. So I was like, oh, you could have saved Jenna and her. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Some friend you are. That's terrible. I'd let a volleyball hit you in the face. I take it like. Do you know how many times I've gotten hit by a volleyball? Oh, I'm playing, sure. Playing uh, front row and blocking, guys just hit it like into the middle of the net, mm-hmm. and it just hits you right in the face, like square in the face, and I get a bloody nose, I'm out for the rest that of the game. That I can't relate to, but I did once have a guy save a basketball oh. right on the inbounds, and I was standing at the out-of-bounds line, just turned around and gunned it right on the face. That one stuck. It was uh, freshman year, uh, I think it was like one of the, it was the second practice, freshman year high school, uh, our center like jumped and saved it and I was like standing on the out of bounds line you know because I was following it square in the face and I had like I thought I had a broken nose oh yeah that's like because a basketball is way heavier than a volleyball yeah and that dude freaking just turned around and gunned it I honestly 
I swear he was aiming at my face because <laughs> he turned around and immediately just looked at me, wham, right in the face. And uh, yeah, that was like a that was like a knockout punch for you. Must have did something to for him a minute, for a minute or two. I'm like, I, I was pissed him off because you were playing such great defense. Absolutely, such great defense. Just locked down. Okay, stop touching me. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna need to go back to being two hours away. <laughs> I'll just sit on the other side of the room. <laughs> yeah, go go sit over there. Um, so we will start the show off with. Week three of the NFL season, because it just concluded tonight, which tonight is uh, Monday, September 23rd. I will go through the scores of this week in case you guys haven't uh, gotten caught up on the scores, and then we'll go into some uh, storylines. So the Thursday night game was a bit of a dud. It was the Jaguars-Titans. Jaguars won 20-7. And then we move into Sunday's games. The Cowboys beat the Dolphins 31-6. The Bills beat the Bengals 21-17. The Lions narrowly escaped with a victory 27-24 in Philly against the Eagles. <clears throat> the Patriots rolled over the Jets 30-14. The Falcons lose to the Indianapolis Colts. Colts were at home 27-24. The Vikings absolutely thumped the Raiders 34 34- to 14. Ouch. We'll get into that a little, a little bit later. Bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> kind of ruined the Sunday. <laughs> Chiefs and the Ravens. Now, the score was 33-28. to 28. It didn't seem that close until the very end, but it yeah. was still a very good game uh, overall, but the score is a bit deceiving. It was 33-28. to 28. Chiefs win in Arrowhead. Packers beat the Broncos 27-16. The Panthers with out Cam Newton, Kyle Allen, who threw for 16, he was 16, 19 of 26, 261 yards, four touchdowns, leads the Carolina Panthers to their first victory of the season, 38-20 against the Arizona Cardinals. The Saints with Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater, go all the way to Seattle and win 33-27. The Giants were gifted a win with Daniel Jones, 32-31 over the Buccaneers. <clears throat> the Texans go down to Los Angeles <laughs> and beat the Chargers 27-21. The 49ers are 3-0. They beat the Steelers 24-20. Ugly win, but a win's a win. <laughs> the Rams go to Cleveland on Sunday night, win 20-13, and then tonight's game, Bears against the Redskins. What a gross game that was. Thirty-one. I don't know yeah. who made that the schedule. 31-15. I don't know, man. I guess maybe the thought was Dwayne Haskins. Mitch Trubisky, Khalil Mack, I don't know. I don't think the Redskins were ever pictured to be, like, good. I'm not sure, man. I really don't know. I really don't know. Uh, But, Sam, I know you had a bunch of questions, uh, sort of some storylines we can dive into. Yeah. So let's get into that. Uh, I'm going to go straight for your heart, man. Okay. Are the Raiders' playoff hopes already over? I think so. Um, I, I... Here's the thing about the Raiders, and I'm, I'm sure I mentioned this earlier uh, in the podcast. If you would have told me at the beginning of the season that the Raiders were going to go 3-13, and 13, I would have probably agreed with you. Just, But on the flip side of that, if you would have said the Raiders were going to go 9-7, and seven, I could have seen that argument as well. And the reason why is just because there was so much roster turnover from the previous year that I literally had zero expectations going into the season. I don't know how good they're supposed to be. I don't know how bad they're supposed to be. 
I don't know if that Monday night uh, game against the Broncos, when they looked absolutely on point in every aspect of yeah, the game. Against the 0-3 Broncos, yeah. Well, yeah, I know it was against the 0-3 Broncos, but you play who you play, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they looked really good against the Broncos. Um, twenty and you know they won twenty four to sixteen. Even the Chiefs game, I know the Chiefs ended up winning twenty eight to ten, but they did shut the Chiefs out for three quarters. And their opening drive was really really nice. So at least there were some positives to take away from that game. However, the Vikings game, that was so bad. It was so bad. It was such an ugly game from start to finish. Derek Carr, his numbers. You look at him, and he was 27 for 34, 242 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. That's not a bad stat line. He only missed seven throws, and that's including the interception. But he felt so inaccurate. It, I mean, it looked so inaccurate the entire game. Um, Darren Waller, the Raiders' tight end, who is going to be a stud in the league, by the way, 13 receptions, 134 yards. It seemed like at least half of the throws that were to Waller, he was – jumping or falling Derek wasn't leading him he, or he was just putting him in such a bad spot yeah. and then there were a couple like there was specifically one I think I think he ran um, I think he ran a post pattern well, he ran a corner route I think and uh, Derek Waller was open and had he dropped it in the uh, had he dropped it to Waller it would have been a first down in right a, the bread basket yeah but he <laughs> he just I mean he overthrew him and Waller was open and Derek is not Derek say what you will about Derek Carr, he doesn't miss a lot of passes. He may not take a lot of deep throws, but he's actually very accurate. Do and that think, was um, he was just I I I don't and I don't want to cut you off, but their defense wasn't great, but I, Derek's gotta play better if the Raiders are gonna win. And I know Josh Jacobs was sick this week and they were really limiting him on, on rushes. He only had ten carries. So I think that played into a little bit, like the Vikings knew they weren't going to run that much, but the team is not built to just be reliant on Derek. So, do you think Derek's playing for his job? Um, he might be. He might be. Not for this year, but for going into Vegas. He might be. He might be. And it's so tough too because you look at the Raiders' schedule coming up. Oh my gosh! They go to Indianapolis. It's the hardest. Oh yeah, it's not even close. They go to Indianapolis, then they're. Uh, then they play the Bears, but I don't think it's it's not at home. It's, it's not at home. It's in uh... it's in London, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Raiders aren't home until November. <laughs> so they play. That's why, that's why kind of I'm leaning towards like this. Is, that game was big mm-hmm. for their playoff hopes. Oh, like yeah. it, they're one and two. Yeah. But like this upcoming schedule is just so yeah. brutal. So to Indianapolis, then they play Chicago, then they go to Green Bay, <laughs> then they go to Houston, then they have the Lions. Then they wow. have the Chargers. They get a sort of two breaks with the Bengals and the Jets. But then it's right back to the Chiefs, Titans, Jags, Chargers, Broncos. So yeah. I, 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 think the, I think the playoff hopes for the Raiders are, are over. Going into that game, we talked about it when we made our picks. Minnesota didn't look – if we were like, to compare Oakland and Minnesota going into this game, I think Oakland actually looked better. Oh yeah, going into this game than Minnesota did, which yeah. just shocked me. Like how well Minnesota was playing on offense because mm-hmm. they're they had the pass going. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins let people know what what was going on, why I, he deserved that money. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> like he had a like he. It's not like he had an amazing game. He was fifteen for twenty one, hundred seventy four yards, but and he one wasn't touchdown. the reason they lost. No, and that was <laughs> that was the big thing. And Dalvin Cook. 
is it did what Dalvin Cook did. I mean, is doing this so far this season. Sixteen carries, one hundred and ten yards, one touchdown. It was actually the Raiders held him to his least amount of yards so far this season, but still he ran all over the Raiders. And it wasn't just him either. Alexander Madison was twelve carries, fifty eight yards, one mm-hmm. touchdown. Yeah, he was a good change of pace <sighs> back to least. Yeah. So. I actually listened to the game because I had interest in it because I picked the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, I kind of feel maybe, for you now. Maybe you shouldn't pick the Raiders next week okay. because they uh, – or actually today <laughs> because they uh, they got spanked when you picked them. Um, so I picked them to beat the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true actually. So, so we can move on from the Raiders because they're – Garbage. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we we'll save that for you. Yeah, it's – so there is two three and teams. So, but there's five three and teams right now: Packers, Bills, so we got the Patriots, Patriots, Bills, Chiefs, and then that's all in the AFC: Cowboys, Rams, Rams, Niners, Packers. So more than five, <laughs> six. I'm not gonna count. <laughs> I think it was six. We named them all. <laughs> but two of them that I kind of want to highlight that were contenders going Seven. in. Seven? Seven. <laughs> I didn't count it anyway. <laughs> so there's two that I want to highlight. Come, like, both have the unique perspective of coming in as contenders and haven't really played anyone, and that's the Cowboys and the Patriots. Can we really judge yeah. these teams off of who they've played so far? Because the Cowboys look like they're the favorites in the NFC, and the Patriots look like they're going to win the Super Bowl and go 15-1. 15-1? Who you got them losing to? Uh, they play the Chiefs. Oh, interesting. Um, you know, the Cowboys actually looked... I know they won 31-6, to but they... The game was tight for a long time. It was. Dak, Dak had an alright game. He was 19 for 32, 246 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. He's, he was struggling early. Yeah, it was their running. It was their running backs that kept him in the game because Zeke was 19, had 19 carries, 200 and I mean 200. Oh God, that'd be crazy. 19 carries, 125 yards, had a 6.6 average, and then they had another 100 yard rusher Tony in Tony Pollard. Pollard. 13 carries, 103 yards, and a 7.9 average, and a touchdown. And then Dak ran for a touchdown. And Coop had six receptions for 88 yards. You're welcome, uh, Dallas. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was really their running that kept them in the game. And the Dolphins, hey, you know what? Nice job, Josh Rosen. Way to go out there and at least compete with what you have. Yeah, at least they put up points. Yeah, so I don't know. I honestly think because um, the Cowboys, the Cowboys so far, they've played the Giants, the Redskins, and the Dolphins. When are they going to come back down to earth? Or is this the team that we should expect going? Well, I'll forward? tell you what they they go to uh, New Orleans. <laughs> that's not as big. That's I know I know Teddy played really well, but that's not as as scary as if Drew Brees was playing in that dome. No, no, but I mean the team as a whole. That's going to be their best. The best team. That's the best defense they're the uh, they're played see so far. So far, I think the Patriots. I think the Patriots just looks. I know they've played terrible teams. But I just think the Patriots are that good. And I think the Cowboys are that good, too. Are this good? I think they're this good. Because, so, who do the Cowboys play next? So, we just said they go to, um, they go play New Orleans. Then they have Green Bay. Then they have Jet. I, that Green Bay game is going to be a really the big deal. The Green Bay game is what, but it's at home. It is like, at that home. That is such a favorable. It, well, I don't know. Because it's, we'll see what the Packers do. 
because the Packers are 3-0 as well. So we could get an instance where we have two 5-0 teams. The Packers have the Eagles next. So, Well, actually. I think they'll beat the Eagles. It's in Green Bay. So I, you think the Cowboys are going to beat the Saints? Yeah. But then again, I'm feeding into the hype because I don't, I don't know. All we have to go off of is that they, they played dominated bad teams. They have dominated like bad, bad teams. teams, like yeah. maybe the three worst teams in the NFL. Possibly, I. Okay, if you were to pick right now, who? Well. Well, actually, I'll just I'll simplify it. Patriots go up against the Cowboys. Patriots stomp them. Right, and so I think that's a I think that's a product of the Patriots. Not only have they yeah they've dominated, but they've been doing we, that for so many years. True. The, the Cowboys are on the up and up and up. How do we judge but a young still, team? But still, I just I think the Patriots, and I know it's reputation, but I think the Patriots have not only yeah they've dominated, but they've just looked. They've looked different than the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys against the Dolphins, like, they... It was 10-6 to at halftime. It was only the third quarter when they really sort of exploded. So Mm -hmm. they were vulnerable in that first half. The Patriots have never looked vulnerable. Not once. So if I had to put money on it, I'd say the Patriots, even though they've played, you know, pretty terrible teams... I still think the Patriots have just looked so ridiculously otherworldly. So I got another question for you. Yeah. There's two other two three and O teams mm-hmm. that most people probably wouldn't have had in that. I think this is the more interesting conversation. The Bills and the Forty Nine ers going into the year probably weren't three and O on most people. I told you the watch. Bills, man. <laughs> Out of both those teams, who do you have making the pl- most likely to make the playoffs? Well, who's in the better spot? And they both, granted, haven't played the best of opposition. Because the Bills have played the Jets, the Giants, and um, who'd they just beat? The Bengals? The Bengals. And then the Niners beat the Bucks, Bengals, yeah. and Steelers without Ben Roethlisberger. So I think they're actually in similar situations. Mm-hmm. Because the Bills are not going to win their division. And the, N- the Niners definitely aren't. The Niners are not going to win their division. So if either one of them get in... They get in on a wild card. Mm-hmm. So you look at the rest of the te- you look at the rest of the teams, who so Cowboys are going to win the NFC East. Mm-hmm. The NFC North is kind of a toss up right now. I'm going to say two at least two playoff teams are coming from the NFC North. One mm-hmm. of the wild cards is coming from the North, mm-hmm. which means the Saints will probably the Saints will probably win their division. So now you're talking about the Eagles shaping up. The Seahawks, even. We're going to say that one team comes out of the NFC North, which is the Packers, Lions, Vikings, and Bears. Which, by the way, is the best division oh my. in football right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the Buccaneers are going to do anything. The Falcons are a hit and miss right now. And the Panthers, who knows what's going on with the Panthers. So, the so Niners... Who's it between the between for the last wildcard spot? It's going to be between the... I'd say it's between the Niners, the Seahawks... And one of those NFC North teams. And the between the Vikings, Lions. Let's and hypothetically Bears. say the Packers win the division. I now. think so. I I think they have a major leg up. Yeah. So now you got the Bears, Vikings, and Lions. And I think defense is so such an important factor mm-hmm. in 
especially in playoff football, I would say the Bears get that spot. And then it would be between the Niners and the Seahawks. So I think I think in order the only way that the Niners are gonna get into the playoffs, and I know it's a dumb thing to say, is they have to stay ahead of the Seahawks. They have to. Because three teams are not coming out of one division. Especially I mean, three teams are not coming out of the NFC West with the Rams, Niners, and Seahawks when you have the Packers, Lions, Vikings, and Bears. The only way they get in is they have to fend off the well, Seahawks. So I'm gonna I'll I'll question it like this. You say the NFC North is the best division. They have to play each other. Yes, they do. They all have to play each other. And that division from top to bottom has shown that they're all winning teams. Mm -hmm. So they're going to beat each other up. And the NFC West isn't as strong because they have the Cardinals to beat up on. They do. And they can split each other, too. Whoops. Just clicked on the Cardinals. Don't care about them. <laughs> Are they in it? <laughs> don't care about them. And I think the Niner schedule plays out a little lighter. Well, so they have the Browns. So I say they win. Say they lose to the Rams. That Redskins game, and they'll probably beat the Redskins. They'll probably beat the... They definitely might beat the Redskins. Okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> and then they have the Panthers at home. Well, Panthers in uh, San... Uh, Santa Clara? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the Cardinals, Seahawks. Well, yeah, so their, their schedule's not too bad. Bring up the Bills schedule. The Bills schedule? Oh, yeah, so let's, let's, let's get to it. Because I, I think, and I'm a big-time Niners fan, but I feel like the Bills actually have a better opportunity because they're in a way easier division. So they have the Patriots next. Then they have the Titans, Dolphins, Eagles, Redskins, Browns, Dolphins, Bronco. Okay, so they get the Dolphins twice. They get the Dolphins and the twice Jets and one more time. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, the Bills, at least schedule-wise, are in a very good spot. But do we, like, what do we know about the Bills? I don't know. <laughs> I told you their defense was going to be good, and their defense has been good, but their offense has only put up sixty-six points in three games. So, and that right now is. It's it's not, it's sort of middle of the pack with their mm -hmm. offense right now. It's nothing nothing fancy. You look at the rest of the AFC. <clears throat> the Chiefs will make the playoffs. I don't think the Raiders, Chargers, or Broncos. Well, the Chargers have, they are the only ones that have a chance to probably sneak sneak in. The AFC West. Even well, yeah, maybe to sneak in as a wild card, but they're going to have to fix things fast. The Ravens, the Ravens are going to win that division. The Browns, Bengals, and Steelers. Who the heck knows? The Texans and the Colts. So I think the Colts are actually going to make. Yeah, the Colts will probably get a wild card. Mm -hmm. So you got the Colts snagging that wild card. You think the Colts and the Bills are probably going to snag that wild card? So it's going to be between the Bills, Colts, and probably the Chargers. I would imagine. Mm -hmm. So right now, I don't know. You pick it right now. Who do you have the most faith in out of those three teams? Of uh, most of uh, those three teams, I probably should the Colts. Colts. Yeah, the Colts for sure. For sure yeah, they should be three and zero. Yeah. If, if and we're then really talking, that leaves that that leaves that one extra wild card spot for the Chargers and the Bills. And uh, well, I don't okay, know. So we go back to two. it. Chargers are in a harder division. Very much so. I, I joked that the Denver's zero and three, but they've been playing teams tough. And you look at who the Chargers have played. They beat the Colts. They barely lost to the Lions, which they shouldn't have. That was like a turnover-filled game. And then they just barely lost to the Texans too. They've had three really good teams. I don't know if Detroit's really good. But. Well, they're 2-0-1, so... They tied with... 
Oh, that, that would make it eight undefeated teams, not oh, seven. But the Chargers' schedule lightens up. It goes Dolphins, Broncos, Steelers. So I, they're going to win all three of those. Niners and Bills are actually in a pretty, pretty even spot. I think so. And I think, I think you're going to, I think you're going to join me on this. The Niners have looked better than the Probably. Bills. Yeah. They've looked more convincing. Yeah. Than the yeah. Bills have. And actually, so the Bills have given up. 47 points. The Niners have only given up 54 points. And the Niners offense has put up 30, 30 more points than the Bills. 30 more points. 30 more points, yeah. 96 total versus 66 total. So, okay. Let's just, let's just uh, transition this right into what we think about the Niners and Steelers game. Did you watch that game? Like I watched like the red zone version of it again. So when I was so watching you, it, you I, was actually, I was actually impressed by this win. And I know that's funny to say because they turned the ball over five times <laughs> Bunch. to the to a team that they should have beaten probably by like two touchdowns, and they only won by four. They really had the game given back to them at the at the end of that. Well, the Steelers aren't very good. No, they're not. And but what this showed was the defense is actually like legit they're good. and can carry their own. Yeah, they're good. And the offense played well. They were moving the ball so easily. Even though Jimmy G threw two picks. But so so those picks, they were both like tipped up, jumbled up balls. I didn't see so. Like they weren't thrown right to a Steelers defender. They were both off of a wide receiver's hands. They were like junk balls like that. Derek threw it right to Minnesota. <laughs> like it wasn't even close. And like the fumbles were were like one of them was like on the ten yard line. Uh, they were trying to do an end around. Look at that memory. And they uh, they had Richie James Jr. going on motion on an end around, and he came in right as the snap came in. So he like hit the ball when it was coming towards Jimmy G's hands. Mm-hmm. Like it was just dumb plays. Like they were trying to be too cute, right? With Pittsburgh, and I think Kyle Shanahan got a little too full of himself, but. With, what's encouraging about this game is, do you remember when we played Del Campo yeah. in senior year? And our offense turned the ball over probably five times. Probably the worst offensive game we had all year. Yeah, but as a defense, like winning that game oh, it was so like, fun. gave us the confidence to go and play any other team. We're the number one we, defense in the league. We were, we were put into like, we would get a, a, a three and out, yeah, and then immediately... Our offense would turn the ball over and be like, we didn't hang our heads, nope. or be like, oh, like what the heck, offense. We were like, okay, we'll let's just go, let's just go stop it. And we'll when it you back. get that stop, it's like that's just confidence and confidence. Yeah. I think for the defense, huge confidence builder going into this year. Yeah, no, that honestly, and that's the thing about that defense. And I'm glad you brought in our senior year because Sam and I both started on our defense senior year, and there's something there's something to be said about having a defense. I mean, like. There's there's one thing about having a good defense, but there's a, it's a totally other thing to have a defense walk out there and know that they're good. Like we walked onto the field our senior year, and our defense was like, "Yeah, we know we're good." And like you have to beat us and like outplay us. Yeah, we're, we're not just gonna let you have it. Yeah, and it was it was in that Del Campo game. It was like when our offense, yeah, they turned the ball over a lot, but we just kind of looked at our offense and we're like, "All right, we'll go get it back for you." Yeah, and I think. 
Like, if, if we go get it, you go score. We'll, like, we'll keep taking it away from them. And we did. We kept taking it away from them. And then that Whitney game, we went up. They were the number one offense in the league. And we held them to three points. <laughs> and it was just like, there, there is something to be said. This is a big win. Yeah. And you, you don't really think, like, beating a Pittsburgh team without their starting quarterback by four is a big win. But that's huge. Like, Pittsburgh got, got the ball in San Francisco's territory probably three times off of turnovers in the first half and mm-hmm. only got six points. That is huge for defense. Yeah. So, well, let's move on to another one of your questions because I know you had like 457,000. Um, so after three weeks, I think the AFC frontrunners are pretty clear between the Patriots and Chiefs. Yeah. By the way, Patrick Mahomes is on pace for 6,000 yards. Yeah, he's... People he's, are saying he's the goat now. He's thrown for... Oh, is that your foot? <laughs> Jason's playing footsie with me. <laughs> I thought that was the table. <laughs> I thought that was the table. Patrick Mahomes just gets you in the mood, huh? I guess. <laughs> um, no, but I saw a stat that said he's thrown for 1,196 yards in three games, 10 touchdowns, and he hasn't had a game this year. So the stat was he's thrown for 370-plus yards in all three games, and he's thrown for three or more touchdowns in all three games. He's on pace for 6,000 yards. So they're Somebody hit the guy. (laughs) (laughs) They're legit. So are the Ravens. Yeah, but the Chiefs and Patriots are in a a class above, like, Ravens and Houston. Yeah. You know? Um, But the NFC, who's your, like, clear-away frontrunner in the NFC? It's a little tougher. It is definitely more difficult because... I got the Rams. You would pick the Saints if Drew Brees was there. By the way, did you watch Alvin Kamara at all recently? Have you, did you watch the Saints game? I just saw the screen pass that he the dude took is, to the house. The dude just... People can't tackle him. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy watching him run around. He just had, like Lamar Jackson. He Lamar, had, he, yeah. No one can get a clean hit on him. Dude, 16 carries, 69 yards, one touchdown... Nine receptions, 92 yards, one touchdown. Jeez. The dude just, he's all over the field. So if Drew Brees was there, you'd, I'd pick the Saints. But he's not. <laughs> he's going to be out for another five-ish weeks. Mm-hmm. The Packers, yeah, they're 3-0, but their offense is still... It was one of those things that I mentioned on the before week one. I said it's probably going to take a couple weeks for some offenses to to finally start clicking. It probably hasn't been the case for a lot of teams, but I think that's the case for the Packers right now. Yeah. I think they're still trying to... Aaron Rodgers and uh, their new head coach, whose name I blame. Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur. I think they're still uh, trying to figure each other out. Their defense has played well. They've only given up 35 points total. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cowboys, yeah, they've played th- they've played really well, but they've played three sort of average teams. I think I agree with you with the Rams. Now, the Rams, um, they've played two teams that... Stink as well. They played the Panthers and the Browns. Well, that was Panthers pre Cam Newton is a trash quarterback talk. So true. So, <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Honestly, right now, you could make an argument for the Cowboys, the Rams, the Packers, the Bears. Even no, I think so. The no, Niners. It, no, so the Niners. I love the Niners. But I think the Rams are clear and oh, they, like I say head they're better. I'm saying, above. But I'm saying, because you were talking about one and two in the AFC, and right now the Rams are your one. I'm talking about that two spot. 
That two spots up for grabs right now, and it's between. The, I think it's between the Cowboys, even the Bears. I think it's the between Packers. the Cowboys and Packers. Okay, if we're gonna narrow it to two teams, I don't know. I haven't probably seen the Packers, the Packers and, schedule though. Actually, you know what? You know what? Um, ah, no, because Drew's not there. I can't say the Saints right now. Can't say the they're Saints. not gonna be awful. They're not gonna be out of it. I think this. I, I think the Saints are still gonna be fine. Uh, like they play the Cowboys next, but then they have the Bucks and the Jags. Wins with Teddy. Yeah, and then they go to Chicago, and I don't think Drew's back then, but I think he might be back against Arizona. So. And their division's not. No. As strong. Buccaneers, Falcons, Panthers. Without Drew there, I still think they win that division. Oh, for sure. But I think you're right. I think the Rams are the clear favorite, and then you go for that second spot. I'm not 100% sure. I think you're right between the Packers and the Cowboys, though. But there's, you know, if they're 1A and 1B for that second spot, I think the separation between, I honestly think, I think the, I think the Cowboys and the Packers are kind of close, but I also kind of think that the Cowboys and the Niners are probably a little bit closer than people think as well. I know that's a weird argument to make. Really? I think so. It's just just because of just because of their schedules going forward. I think the Niners do not have a rough schedule going forward. It's very very lax when But they're not they can't win their division. No, they can't the win, they can't win their division. I'm saying they're in a good spot to at least stay close. No, I honestly haven't even thought that the Niners are close to Dallas. I don't know. They, the, but we're the judging Cowboys, teams off the three games. True, too, and the is... Cowboys. So the Cowboys have scored ninety-seven total points. The Niners have scored ninety-six. The Cowboys have allowed forty-four points. Now the Niners have allowed fifty-four. But and the Niners have two wins on the road and one at home. And they both haven't really played very Anybody good teams. Yet. So, but I think that Dallas, like. If Dallas were to play that Pittsburgh team, I think that probably the um, they would win by by more I'm, just because they wouldn't have made those as many mistakes. I guess I'm basing my argument off of their schedules going forward. I just think because the Niners have a pretty easy schedule. Dallas does too. Dallas does not have a rough schedule either. Well, actually, they hit a stretch in the middle, so they go. They have the Saints, Packers, so those are two kind of tough games. But then they hit the Jets. The Eagles, that's a divisional game. It could always be good. The Giants, who knows about the Giants? We haven't even got to Daniel Jones yet. MVP? Vikings, <laughs> Lions, Patriots, Bills, Bears, Rams, Eagles, Redskins. They don't. The, the 49ers have an easier schedule, by far. So, I was just. I was basing my argument more off their schedule, I guess. Yeah. So. Isn't it, it's, it has been an interesting year in the NFL, especially, and one thing that we haven't even got to yet might have been the most interesting storyline coming out of week three, which was DJ all the way down in New York. Danny Dimes? Danny Dimes. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Dimes. Daniel Jones. And you know what? Good for him. Good for him for going out there after the world caved in when the Giants drafted him at number six overall. First year starters are balling. Gardner Minshew they balled are. out. Daniel Jones balling out and uh, Kyle Allen. Yeah, look at that. Luke Folk didn't ball out. Who'd have thought going Jets, into the year we though. were we would have been talking about Daniel Jones, Gardner Minshew, <laughs> like 
and Kyle Allen. <laughs> Out of all people. <clears throat> I just want to see Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I know. That's. I wonder. I, that's probably coming soon. Redskins to, are to all a theater near you. Yeah, Redskins. <laughs> that's coming to a theater near you. But Case Keenum, like that's not his fault that they're. He was getting blasted all night by Khalil Mack and. Yeah, Knicks. Khalil had two sacks and two forced fumbles. Like, Gee, they I were wonder, in his face. I wonder where he came from. Could you imagine if the Raiders had a pass rusher and a number one wide receiver? Right? Wouldn't that be great? Oh. Yeah, how about those number one picks? <laughs> how about those number one picks? You draft people <laughs> in the hopes <laughs> that they turn into Khalil Mack. And you had him. And so you would you trade? Gave him away. Would you trade picks for yes. Jalen Ramsey? Would I trade? Oh, I thought you say Khalil back <laughs> to get him back. I was like, yeah. Um, I would trade at least one pick for Jalen Ramsey, not two. I'd give up one first round, not two. Two's, oh, we two's a little steep. steep. I think, yeah. Two's a little steep. I don't think they're gonna get two. But I think that's just be. I think they put that out there because they don't. Even, they don't want to get rid of him. <laughs> So, and if you're a new New York Gi- Giants fan, you're happy today. Oh, yeah. Daniel Jones showed you like everything you wanted to see. And I know I mentioned this to you before the show, but regardless of if the Giants lose that game on that last second field goal, that doesn't change the way that New York looked at Daniel Jones that game. 23 for 36, 336 yards, two touchdowns, and two rushing touchdowns. He's already a hero. By the way, Saquon Barkley out for four to uh, eight weeks. Four to eight weeks. That's a big gap. High ankle sprain, <clears throat> which can you don't, don't want to mess with forever. You don't want to mess with those lower body stuff with running backs. No. As soon as they, as Ask soon as Adrian you rush Peterson. him back, it's like, oh, he's gone again yep. for longer. That's the thing about running backs too is that, like, and I know we mentioned this with Zeke, but like, you have one chance to get a contract as a running back because as soon as you hit that thirty mark, you're disposable, <laughs> unless you turn in, unless you somehow turn into Frank Gore. Who's still alive, by the way. I don't know how he's still playing. He started. <laughs> he's still alive. <laughs> and he's still playing. Like, he's, he's old enough to be in the Niners, like, team Hall of Fame. Is there a more <laughs> sure bet in sports right now than handing the ball to Frank Gore and assuming that he's going to get three yards <laughs> every time? When he left San Francisco to go to Indianapolis, I thought that was the end. Bro, 14 carries, 76 yards, 5.4 average, one touchdown. Frank Gore. Frank Gore. <laughs> My man's 36. <laughs> See a Hall of Famer? Oh, I think so. Yeah? I think so. Longevity. I, think he is. I don't think people realize how good he was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we don't have to go on, on to a Frank Gore tangent, but he's, he's a Hall of Famer. Because he just didn't make any noise. No. He doesn't talk. I don't think I've ever heard him speak once. Mm-mm. But he was the driving force of those good Niner teams. <clears throat> oh, 100%. So one team that we failed to mention that we thought was going to be really good this year was the Philadelphia Eagles and their yeah, what the 20 <laughs> injuries per game. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? And they had seven drops. As a quarterback, Jason, mm-hmm. if you had... You touch me again. If, we, if you had two... Game-winning touchdowns dropped in back-to-back weeks. How would that make you feel? And your trust for wide receivers? I don't think it would diminish my trust because whether or not you drop a ball or not, if you're open on the next play, I'm still going to throw to you because you're open. (laughs) But 
I think what it I think it messes with the wide receiver psyche way more than the quarterback. I think he's only gonna throw to Sackerts now. Sackerts. <laughs> no, no, no more of this wide receiver stuff. Sackerts <laughs> can't run to the sticks for a first down because <laughs> he didn't do that. I from that was a probably probably went over the head for a lot of people right there. But against Atlanta, Zach was like a yard short. All I needed to do was run to the sticks. That's a team that could be three now. Could be. Redskins game was close. Eagles game came. Eagles game. <laughs> Falcons game came right down to it, and the so did the Lions. They've just been on the bad side of uh, two of those games. So it's been interesting. It's been a weird football season. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I just feel like this year's kind of just been bumpy. <laughs> it's like the only. It's all the QB injuries 100%. and mix-ups. With started with Andrew Luck. And the guy who shall not be named. I'm talking about QBs, though. I know, but, but I'm that just was, saying that was weird. whack things <laughs> that have gone on. <laughs> uh, Big Ben getting injured. Drew Brees getting injured. Cam. Cam's doesn't like football anymore or something like that. I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> Going off of that, you have two teams that have actually looked really good with replacement, and I'm using that in quotations, replacement QBs. Yeah. And the Colts... For our TV audience. <laughs> Colts have actually looked good with Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. And I think the Saints surprised a lot of people this last week and beat a, a pretty good Seahawks team mm-hmm. with Teddy Bridgewater, who once upon a time was a pro bowler. Yeah, people forget about that. Well, he hasn't played in like three years. I know. Which which team do you have more confidence in? Just in the scope, because I know you like you some Drew Brees and Saints. But in the scope of with a re- these two replacement quarterbacks, who, which team do you have more confidence in going through the year? The Saints and who again? The Colts, the Colts. and Jacoby Brissett. The thing is, is that they both have good... They have a good team around them. Mm-hmm. I think they're kind of identical. Which Who is the better team around them? I really don't know. I really don't know. I'd probably give the offense to... New Orleans? New Orleans. Because they have more... I think they have bigger They have better weapons. weapons. When you have Kamara and Thomas. Like. But Indianapolis has T.Y., yes. who's always been good, no matter who's Their offensive line is mean. Offensive line is better, I think, than New Orleans. And Marlon Mack is, isn't as good as Alvin Kamara, but he's definitely not a scrub. And who in the world is their, the Colts' defensive stud? Who's I want to say it's Darius Leonard. Leonard, yeah. And their defense is good, too. I think their defense is actually better than New Orleans. Probably. Probably. Because they held, they held Tennessee in check, which doesn't look that impressive now, but... They, and yeah. then they held um, Atlanta. What a fake out that was by Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> they hit their fan base with a nasty crossover. <laughs> oh, we beat the Browns Super Bowl. I know, right? Because, like, seriously, that was a crossover by an NFL team. Think about it. That was week one. The Browns came out. They were all super hype. Every, the whole world. And then they just beat the bricks off of them. 43-13. And then the Colts... Beat the Titans, and then the Jaguars spank the Titans. Talk about a flip of the hat. So, sorry if you're a Tennessee Titans fan. I've never met a Titans fan before, truthfully. I 
And I just realized uh, today that Jenna was a Bears fan. You just realized that? I think she maybe mentioned She's not it super before, verbal but about I don't, it, but... I just... She put something up today, and I was like, oh, that's right, you're a Bears fan. <laughs> oh, I know why. She sent me a text. She was like, oh, yeah, by the way, the Bears are winning. I was like, I picked the Bears. Sam didn't pick the Bears. And her next text was, oh, sorry, I'll make fun of him instead of you. Like, okay, thanks. I don't think she'd make fun of I don't really. Me. The Raiders are all I care about. I think the, I think the Colts... I have more trust in the Colts going forward with Jacoby Brissett than with Teddy Bridgewater and the Saints. I think I have more trust in Teddy Bridgewater than Jacoby Brissett, but I think I have more trust in the Colts as a team than the Saints. Just because their defense... I'd like The Colts' offense is extremely serviceable, but their defense is... They're, well, I'm just saying... Yeah. That's disrespect. Disrespect. <laughs> I'm just okay. Well, I'm saying when compared to the Saints' offense, the Saints' offense is like a juggernaut. The Colts' offense is not like the last above average. Four weeks of last year, they weren't a juggernaut. Okay, we're talking about this season. <laughs> last season's in the past. It's in the past. <laughs> it's in the yesteryear. <laughs> it never happened. It didn't. No. Okay. No, the Raiders have never been bad up until this point. <laughs> this is the first season. Their first losing season in franchise history. Their first losing season. So I think that pretty much concludes week three of the NFL football season. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Yeah, we sort of, uh, let's just say we absolutely destroyed that segment. I hope everybody agrees, agrees with us. I almost said disagrees. <laughs> but now it's come to that point in the time where we uh, run through our picks for next week. And well, then, oh, you wanna you wanna talk about fantasy real quick? Um, not really. <laughs> I got spanked. That's really all I have to say. And you won by a bunch. Finally, I know, right? We're I both, have been the most unlucky person in fantasy. I feel like we're both one and two. High five. Mm, that's what I'm talking about. All right. So last week, I ended up winning in our picks. Because I had the Bills, the we Giants. Gotta, we got to put something on these picks. And the Bears. At like end of the season? Yeah, like end of the season. Because I, I feel like people wouldn't care otherwise. True. It's got to be simple. We'll, we'll think of that. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll think, think of it off. Yeah, we'll think of it off. We'll, we'll put something on uh, at the end of the year. Uh, like, these picks will actually mean something at the end Maybe of the year. You have to post your nudes or something. I think that's a little far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I take care of my body, and I know you take care of yours, God, but I, I, I don't just, think anybody wants to see that. Why, why do you care about nothing to say uh, game picks? I just really want to see Jason's nudes. <laughs> Said none of our listeners. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I ended up winning last week, so now I am now two, and Sam is one. So there we go. We're going to roll into week four. Here are our picks heading into week four. So let's start off with Thursday night game. Eagles at Green Bay. We've got the Packers. you got dead air. <laughs> well, I just don't know. Like, because I think the Eagles are good, but... Uh, but I also think Green Bay is better. Procrastinate more. That's exactly what we need right now. Because <laughs> I want to pick Green Bay... But I feel like that's too safe. I'm gonna go Philly. Okay, so we went, so we went, <laughs> we went different. Green Bay, right off the bat. And I broke the lead on the pencil that I was writing with. At least you're writing it down this time. I did write it down last time. We're getting 
professional Official, right here. right? All right, here we go. So, Giants, Redskins. Giants. Okay. Um, Chiefs at the Lions. Chiefs. Chiefs, yeah, I was going to go Chiefs too. Okay, so Falcons, Titans. Oh. I got Hotlanta at home. Oh. Hotlanta with Matty Ice. Give me, give me Mariota, baby. Oh, okay. Silence the haters. Let's go Ducks. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we'll move into the Browns-Ravens. I think that's pretty straightforward. Yeah, Browns, right? Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> Raiders-Colts. Oh, it's going to hurt you, dude. It's in Indianapolis. But are you ever going to pick against the Niners? No. Like, I feel like that's just a lock. Like, we have to pick our team. My pick against them in the bye week. My heart <laughs> says the Raiders. My head says the Colts. I think it's but the I'm, Colts, bro. But I'm picking the Raiders just because it's my team, and I stay loyal. Well, they, they're definitely going to win because I didn't pick them. I'm loyal to a fault. <laughs> Patriots? Patriots. Going to Buffalo. I don't think uh, the Bills. I bet you they compete. But I still think the Patriots. Don't fucking point at me, and then and then you put your foot on Dude, my foot. Your foot. <laughs> I've been putting my foot on that on the table uh, leg the entire time. Um, yeah, Patriots. Texans. Again. Yeah, Texans. Uh, Texans hosting the Panthers. Dolphins hosting the Chargers. Chargers. Don't even. <laughs> it's the Chargers. Yeah, I was gonna say. There's no way. Rams are hosting the Buccaneers. Rams. Rams. Yep. Cardinals. Steelers. Cardinals. Freaking. That was not the matchup. Cardinals are hosting the Seahawks. <laughs> I am sorry. Seahawks. Yeah. I'm not Bears. picking the Cardinals. All right, here they we go. Fail me. Interesting matchup right here. Bears are hosting the Vikings. Can the Bears contain Dalvin Cook, and does Kirk Cousins show up? It's, it's like you're picking between Mitchell Trubisky and Kirk Cousins. I'm writing my pick down. I'm picking the Vikings. Right, we went different. I got the Bears. Okay. I've I've stuck with the Bears. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Bears. That's a tough game too. Ah, it's a, yo, it's right in the middle of the day, on Sunday. Here we go. Broncos Jags. It's kind of a nasty game. Jaguars. Yeah. Saints are hosting the Cowboys. The Cowboys win. You were hesitant right there. You know you want to. The Cowboys are winning. Don't know. I I think this is harder than the Vikings and the Bears one for me at least. I think really? I think so. Ooh, that's a Sunday night game. What a matchup that would have been on Sunday night if Drew was there. You know. Yeah, I wish. Wish Drew didn't have to be a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Saints. Just because really? just they're at home. If it was flipped, I would go with the Cowboys. But, really. Um, if the Cowboys lose that game, they're trash. Everything we every all the good things we said about I them. Know. Take it all back. Yeah. <laughs> and a dud of a game on Monday night. Steelers. I think the Steelers Bengals. Win. I think the Steelers win. You think the Steelers win? Yo, Mason Rudolph actually didn't look I don't that know. bad. Dalton stinks. <laughs> quoting uh quoting oh gosh. Skip. Sorry. No, that's not Skip. That's uh Colin Cowherd. Dalton Sticks. Is that what he said? Yeah. I'll go with the Steelers, too. All right, so we went different. Green Bay, Atlanta, Raiders, Bears, Saints. Well, good luck to you. I hope you all of your picks are wrong. Do we at least choose an odd number? Odd number. Oh, that's good. I hope all of your picks are wrong. It really sucks that I couldn't pick the Niners. So what's your opinion on having a bye week 
this early. Kind of sucks. You think? It's really early. But, like, I like it because they get it right before the Browns, which can be kind of a scary game. I'm not talking about schedule. Just right in the middle of the year. I wouldn't want it at the beginning. Why not? If anything, I'd want it towards the end. I think it... I think Especially it, if you're a playoff team. I only judge it based on who you're playing next. Oh, I don't. And it gives um, Joe Staley time to heal up, too. And Tevin Coleman can you come back, like too. I know who Joe Staley is. Joe Staley, they're all pro left tackle. Mm. And they, they actually missed him a lot. Glad you pulled that game. one out of the hat. <laughs> He's a good player. I never said he wasn't. I just... Don't pay attention to the Niners. Why aren't you respecting the O-linemen? Bro, the big uglies aren't what make a make or break a football team. Look at Khalil Mack. Who's the best O-lineman hmm? in the league? Jeez. Yeah, jeez. Trent Brown, Oakland Raiders. <laughs> Colton Miller. Colton Miller! <laughs> He's not, though. Gotta He's g- good. He's good. Gotta give, gotta give Roseville RTA... From freshman year, shout out Colton Miller. Yeah, he helped us put some drywall up. Absolutely. <laughs> Corrected our homework. Great guy. And held his own against Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb week one. Never let Derek Carr Isn't get that crazy, though? Never let Derek like, Carr get You could get grow touched. up in Rosewood, California, and then three years later, you're going against Vaughn Miller, who was in a Super Bowl and won Super Bowl MVP. Like, you're going against him. Well, and we knew him, and that's the weirdest part. Because now we've gotten to the point. Now we're so old that we actually have people in the league that we know. There's people that are younger than us. I know. In the in the NBA that are making more money. And than, we're here sitting well, on a Monday night at 1025. Yeah, but this podcast is going to pop off anyway, so we're going to be way bigger than they are. Right, eventually. And we'll close the show out with, because uh, we're keeping this uh, under an hour. You got a story to tell anybody? You got an interesting story? Anything we haven't shared on the podcast? Think might be entertaining, might be sad, happy, uplifting, scary, fulfilling, daunting. You think um, it's too graphic if I share the story of how my cat died? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty graphic. Um, do I have a funny lady? story? No, not lady. Uh, she's still alive. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, she's the perfect cat. Um, when did she die? <laughs> Um, 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 Speaking of that, where the heck is Brady? The best dog ever. Bro, he like I was so excited to see him, and he like ran away. He's <laughs> gotten weird in his old age. Like he used to be like. Chris has gotten soft. Really unselfish, and now Brady's like all about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, guys, I got a couple more years left. I'm taking some vacation hours. <laughs> oh, let's give your dad credit, by the way, for putting a putting green in the backyard. Genius idea. That's like, I've never heard of that. Really? I've never seen anyone do that. And like, I want to do that. Like, well. So, if you could, if you have the option to put a pool or a putting green pool. in your backyard. Gotta think of the family. The family? Yeah. Yeah, teach your, teach your kid how to putt. Make millions later in life. I'm gonna teach him how to um, swim. <laughs> I'll Why? just take them to a putting green for free. <laughs> just just make sure they move as far inland as possible. And swimming won't matter. Son, you're going to live right in Kansas. 
Good shot. <laughs> Just gotta watch out for those na- those natos. Right. <laughs> but you got a funny story? Ten the show? Anything? Do you have one? Cause can I think of one real quick? Or you just put me on the spot like that. We I am putting you on the spot. For it. Nope. We didn't prepare for anything. When did we ever prepare? We had the most underprepared we prepared show. We do five hours of preparation before we start every no, show. No, 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 no. Everyone knows that. We are the most underprepared prepared show of all time. Do I have a story? I don't know. Do you have a story? Do I have a story? I don't know. Why don't you pull your weight around here and do a story? Pull my weight around here? Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm 2-0. I can do whatever I I'm two and one on our picks. I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. We're gonna have to have a correction, like an amend amendment. An amendment in our uh, in our podcast. Oh yeah. (laughs) We are very sorry for the (laughs) the error we had. By the way, I had a huge oh I had a huge mistake last podcast. Not a huge mistake, but I made a geographical error. Okay. I said Australia was across the country. You did? <laughs> yeah. When? So I was I was thinking of questions to ask Jenna mm-hmm. while I was telling the story. And when I talked about the Australian team that we played against uh, at Roseville, you can hear a slight pause in the podcast where I'm like, yeah, and because they were from across the – and then there was a pause because I was like thinking of the next question. And I said, the country. <laughs> <laughs> I was like – and then I listened back and went, wow, that was bad. <laughs> Damn. Funny story. Well, you have um, about three minutes to think of one and tell it. You, this whole time, you could have said, you're throwing me under the bus. You're the star of the show. I just drive. You're our color guy. You're the funny one. Is that because I'm not pasty white? I got a little color on my skin. Lean into it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. All right. Well, I'm so boring. Well, that was a that was a great way to end the show. Thanks, pal. <laughs> you just set me up for failure. <laughs> give me give me a sec. Just just let the dead. I've given you like two minutes. <laughs> I tried to stall as well, best I can. You've been like distracting me this whole time. I can't leave dead air. You have so many people who are just waiting, seething. There's no one that's listened this far. Hey, you never know. I don't think my mom listens to it. Hi, Tammy. You know what it is funny, though? So we had a um, we had a family dinner with my mom's side. Right? We have a minute and a half. We had, we had a family dinner <laughs> at my mom's side, and uh, my brother showed up. And ever since he had a kid, everyone's only th- talked about, like, had about the kid. Like, they don't even know that Nico exists anymore. And the first Who? thing, the first thing out of out of my mouth when I saw my brother, was like, "Oh, where's where's the kid?" Like I didn't even say hi or anything, <laughs> and he must have gotten that like, the whole time that he that he was like saying hi to everyone because he was like, "She's not here," like he was just super short with me, and I was like, "Oh, I feel bad for you, Nico," <laughs> and like. <gasps> Thought somebody was coming in. No, I guess we're done. I guess not. Oh, there we go. Afternoon. Hi. Hey. Special guest. (laughs) Here, you close the show. I always close. 
Um, thanks for listening so far. If you guys are still here, we'll uh, we'll see you guys Saturday. Thanks so much. For you listening. think Saturday? Yeah. Why not Friday? We always release Saturday. Tuesday. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Wednesday. No. Thanks so much for listening, guys. <laughs>